It's the day after Christmas. It's the day after Christmas. That's not a song. Well. Hey, everybody. James Arnold Taylor here. I hope you've had a good Christmas. Have you had a good Christmas? I hope so. I really do. I really, really do. I pray that everybody's had uh, Christmas joy all around. And if you haven't, you're listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast and your day has just gotten that much better. Look at that. Huh? (laughs) I'm so full of myself. No, no, I'm not. I'm confident. I'm confident that you're listening because you need a little pick-me-up or you need to celebrate the season or you need to hear Obi-Wan Kenobi say hello there. That's, I don't know. Or Ratchet say, hey, Clank. Or Tita say, listen to my story. Or Johnny Tess say, this is totally awesome. Or Fred Flintstone say, Wilma, get out the mistletoe. (laughs) I don't know. There you go. Because it's me, James Arnold Taylor, the voice of all those characters, as well as so many others. And I'm here on my podcast to talk to you and myself. See, that's the name of the show. So let's get on with it, huh? What do you say? Oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Oh, yes, James. How are you? Did you have a good Christmas? I certainly did. How about you? I did. Thank you for asking. It was wonderful. Well, I'm so glad. Shall I do the intro? Sure. You want to do something kind of holiday-ish? Why not? Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, The Jackcast, talking to myself. And now here he is. James Arnold Taylor. Oh, you're very cheery with that. It's a cheery type of mood. Hey, Mr. Announcer Guy, what'd you get for Christmas? Anything uh, you got that you really liked? Oh, I loved all my gifts. I got some clothes, some socks. Always good to keep your feet warm. It is. That's, yeah, it's good. Do you wear, like, scarves and things then? You know, because you're an announcer guy and you... I enjoy a good scarf. Wrapped around the neck, keep the voice warm and all with a big, uh, warm, scarfy scarf. Yeah, scarfy scarf, I like that. All right, well, so is that what you did? Did you get some uh, some clothes and stuff? I got some goodies and books and movies and records and all that kind of stuff. Records, so you are you like a record guy? You like to listen to records rather than just um, like CDs or uh, download stuff? That's right, I'm old school. I kind of figured you'd be old school. So what, what kind of records did you get? I like a lot of jazz, man. Coltrane, Thelonious Monk, Miles Davis, stuff like that. Groovy, baby. That is groovy. I lived, I listen to a lot of that on vinyl as well. Vinyl, yeah, man. That's the scene, baby. Okay. Well, thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy. You going to go listen to some records then? No, I'm going to listen to the podcast. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. No, you are. No, you are. No, you are. No, you are. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy. You got it, baby. I say it all the time, but he's so nice. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Uh, You know, there's lots of different things, so many different ideas, so many different things I could do for the theme of the show. What what, what do we have in store today? Well, I will play more of my interview with Dave Filoni, and uh, it is the day after Christmas, so we'll talk a little bit about Christmas and stuff. And then uh, the the New Year is coming up. This This is the last podcast of the year. I should do like a recap of the year. Although it's only the 10th episode, so really, what you know, I mean, come on. But let's talk about that for a second. Look at all the stuff in the last, it's really only been nine weeks because I did two, uh, I did a special episode 
in one week. So I gave you two episodes in one week. So it's been nine weeks of podcasts that have been out. And so, um, uh, what, two months and one day of podcasts that you've had. And there has been a lot. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot about me. We've learned a lot about you. We've learned a lot about all these wonderful characters that come into the James Arnold Taylor podcast. And you've met so many people and now you've grown accustomed to them. Unless you're brand new to the show and you're like, I don't know anything, James. I'm listening to this for the first time and you're going on about stuff and I don't know who that guy was and making the announcements and all. You know, what's going on? Well, look, I'm going to, at some point, I'm going to have to stop assuming that people are new to the podcast and this is the first one. But for those of you that are new, welcome. I am James Arnold Taylor. I am a voice actor in Hollywood. I do the voices of many different cartoon characters and things in movies and TVs and all of that and video games and all that stuff. And this show is called Talking to Myself because I talk to all my various characters and my characters come in and talk to me and we have many of them to choose from to come in, like Hank the Engineer. Hey, Hank. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hello, 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 hello. Okay. I'm not even, you notice I'm not even stopping you this time? Yeah, no, that was it. You usually are like, hey, hey, stop and get on the microphone. Stop being like, hello, hello, hello. And you didn't do it. Nah, you know, I'm in the Christmas mood. All right. So, Hank, did you have a good Christmas? Oh, I had a good, great Christmas. Glad to be back. Uh, of course, you know, don't love having to work the day after Christmas. Thanks so much, James. Well, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, I mean, you know the truth. The truth is, is we're pre-recording this anyways. I'm not recording. This is not live. Everybody's going to hear it the day after Christmas. But the truth is, is this is being recorded on, what is it? the 20th today so it's it's really five days before christmas before so i really don't even know if we had a good christmas or not but you know we're pretending yeah i like to pretend you know when i was a kid i used to pretend a lot really no so what would you what would you play what was like you know, did you play star wars and stuff i did i played star wars and so when you play star wars when i was a kid i played star wars i think i feel like you're a little older than me but i don't know but um so i grew up with star wars yeah and i grew up with the star wars too you did okay. So when I would play Star Wars, I always played Han Solo. Uh, I would I had I had a pair of you know pants that I uh, sewed a little red stripe on to, and had made a little fake holster with a little uh, fake blaster and and uh, and a vest. I made like a black vest, you know, with a white shirt, and tried to be Han Solo. And I would play. I mean, my friends, we would get together and play uh, Star Wars. So what would you what you know what would you play when you were Star Wars? I like to play. I was you know the the guy. In the the thing with the Lukes and uh, with Luke, you know the Lukes. Yeah, yeah, the guy that uh, he says, "Hey, Luke, you don't do this and you don't do that, and we got to get the farming and get all that." Uncle Owen. Yeah, yeah, the uncles, Uncle Owens. I, I like him. So you, <laughs> so you would play Star Wars. Yeah. And you would be Uncle Owen. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's good. You know, he kind of bust Luke around and stuff. <laughs> okay. But, you know, he ha- he kind of comes to a tragic end there, too. Yeah, and then we do that. But in my version, I would uh, beat up the stormtroopers. And then Luke would come back and he'd see me and I'd be like sitting there on the top of a pile, a mile, you know, a big pile of stormtroopers all like knocked out unconscious, you know, <laughs> like, whoa, Uncle Owen kicked my butt, you know. Hey, 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 <laughs> Uh, and so, and well, but that change that totally changes the whole movie. Then, yeah, you know, no, I mean, you know, he's still, he's he's there, and, and he goes, yeah, Luke, yeah, go on, go on, and you go on your adventure with the old old, old man Kenobi's. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, and I'm just gonna, you know, sit around and 
Drink some blue eggnog. A blue eggnog? I'm trying to, you know, turn it back to Christmas. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Hank, and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. All right. Uh, so that's Hank, the engineer here at the uh, James Arnold Taylor podcast. And uh, there's Billy, my intern, and uh, Billy. Uh, Billy. Yes, Mr. James. Who's the James Taylor? Just James. Just a Mr. Taylor. Taylor. Taylor Swift. No, no, no. I'm not Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Billy, you know that this show, we're recording it before Christmas, but we're pretending as though it's it's after Christmas because it is after Christmas when everybody listens to it. Yes, no, I, you know, I, I'm very aware because I'm the one that makes all the schedule for you and, you know, decided all of that. You know, okay, so are you the guy then that decided we would put it out on Wednesdays? Well, you know, I, I suggested that to you, Mr. Taylor, sir, sir. Just James. Just Mr. Taylor, sir, James. No, just James, sir. I mean, not, no, now you're confusing me. No, yeah, so it was... Well, okay, but you're my intern. How did I let you decide what day something comes out? I don't know. You you decided that I, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Well, that's Spider-Man. I don't even understand that. I don't know. But you, well, you voiced Spider-Man before. That's true. I have voiced Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so the podcast, yeah, the podcast comes out every Wednesday. And that's kind of what we've decided. We've decided, all of us together. Yeah, you know, we, we've all decided as a committee. Okay, I wouldn't call us a committee, but that's all right. And um, I like I like the podcast coming out on Wednesday. I think a lot of people's podcasts come out on Monday. Some people come out on Friday. But I decided that uh, Wednesday is kind of like, you know, the middle of the week. Things are kind of going and you can, you know, they're going kind of whatever. It depends on how your week is going. And you can always then listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast and kind of get your little pick me up. No, I, I think I think that's wonderful, Mr. James, sir. And that's why I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I listen to the podcast all the time. So you do you listen to the podcast afterwards? You like hearing yourself, and you know you like call your family and friends and say, "Oh, did you hear I was on James Arnold Taylor's podcast?" Yeah, you know, like my mom. My mom listens to it all the time, and she said, "You know, again, you know, she she likes listening and she likes the voices that you do." Oh, well, that's very nice. So, hello, Billy's mom. Oh, that's very nice. She's gonna love that you say hello to her. Yeah, okay. Well, Merry Christmas, Billy's mom. No, oh, Merry Christmas. Now he's saying Merry Christmas to Billy. Oh, that's very nice. Okay. Well, Billy, Um, so I don't know. Uh, there, there's a lot going on on the show today. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, and we're going to get some uh, emails and stuff. And Bob, your uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. I still don't understand what's so funny about that. Nothing. Never mind. Uh, he's going to come in and help me uh, read some of the uh, emails and stuff. There's a lot of emails. Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, you could do a whole episode of just email readings. I think that's a great idea, Billy. I think I probably should very soon. Maybe it'll be a special one. Like, so, like we say, we do the podcast on Wednesdays, maybe on a Friday, I'll put out a, a separate episode that is just me reading letters and stuff. I, I, I think that's a very good idea. And I think we would approve, the committee would approve that. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad the committee would approve. I, I don't know who this committee is, but. Uh, well, you know, it's me. And then it's uh, Mr. Reginald. Don't call me Reggie, sir. And, uh, and Bob, Bob's my uncle and, uh, and Hank. And uh, Mr. Announcer Guy and Jerry the Music Man. Oh, you're naming pretty much all the characters on the show. What about Franklin, my agent? You know, he comes in on the speakerphone, he patches in, and then he listens, yeah. Hey, did you like hearing uh, Ferris? You remember Ferris? He was on a, a few episodes back. We called Ferris from his uh, pool hall, the billiard zone, uh, out in Carpinteria, and he has a, a pool hall. No, I, I've been, I've, no I, went, I went to the billiard zone, and, and I've, I played pool with Mr. Uh, Ferris there, and he's very nice. Very sagely, sagely wisdom. Yeah, he does. He has sagely wisdom. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so I was thinking of calling Ferris again and uh, see what his uh, wishes are for the new year for all of us. Well, that's very good, sir. Yes, okay, very good. 
I will run that up the flagpole and see if the committee salutes it. <laughs> okay, Billy. Thank you so much. Okay, Mr. James Taylor. Just James. David, 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 sir. Just James, sir. Not sir. I mean, whatever. Bye-bye, sir. Bye. Okay, so that's Billy. So, yes, yeah, so the show's talking to myself. I talk to myself with all the characters. The characters uh, come on. They talk to me. I don't hide it. I'm not hiding it, you know. Even if we uh, had a special guest. I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about what um, what if uh, celebrities had podcasts. And some celebrities do have podcasts. But like um, like if Christopher Walken had a podcast. And I know that's an easy one. Everybody does Christopher Walken. But the truth is, is I, as a voice actor, I've actually voiced uh, stuff for Christopher Walken. I've doubled for him uh, in things in the past. And so... Uh, I love doing his voice and I love to see now people do an impression of Christopher Walken. I, I do a voice double, a voice match of him. So you try to match him as honestly as you can, as the way it would sound if, if he really, so if Christopher Walken had a podcast, you could just imagine. Hello, welcome to the Chris Walken podcast. I'm Chris Walken, you know, this is my podcast. It's crazy. I like like cats I was I was going for a walk the other day and um there was a cat and I said wow kitty and the cat said meow and I said hey and he said meow again you know sometimes I eat a stir fry with vegetables it's my podcast I talk about things you ever notice when you're driving in a car, there's people around you? You know, it's a Chris Walken podcast. Butter. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. He, it just feels like, what would he talk about? Anyways, there you go. Um, who else? I don't know. Who else would have a podcast? Um, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's, it's my podcast. Ooh, ooh. It never, it never get anywhere. Um, the Al Pacino podcast. Flim flam, mama jamma. Hoo ha! It's my podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Hanky smanky. I don't know. Anyways, um. So, no, but there's lots to talk about on the podcast today. There's a, you know, it is, again, it's a day after Christmas. So everybody's kind of hanging in and just, uh, I hope you're all relaxing and not doing, you know, we all need time to relax. People ask me, oh, do you vacation? What do you, I don't vacation. We have, we did it. We took a vacation about a uh, two years ago, year and a half, two years ago now. Um, and we went to Hawaii and that was the first time in like 20 some odd years that we actually had ever gone on vacation. And although my wife and daughter always felt like Star Wars Weekends, which was a show that I hosted uh, for many years at uh, Disney World in Florida, was it was like a month long vacation for them, really, and, which was great. But for me, I was working every day. So, um, so yeah, we went to Hawaii a few years back, and on the on the flight there, uh, I I guess I had had like some uh, allergies going on, which I get, and my ear uh, got stuffed up and plugged up and wouldn't you know, like pop. And it was one of the most painful things I've ever felt while we were descending, while the plane was going down and landing in Hawaii, they, they descend, you know, and, um, my goodness, I could, it, it felt, it was like 
40 minutes, it felt like. I think it was probably 25 to 30 minutes of them descending where my ear felt like it was going to explode. It was terrible. So we get to Hawaii and then I've got this kind of like ear problem and I, I couldn't I couldn't barely hear out of my ear and uh, oh, it's terrible. And then I couldn't go into water because you can't go underwater with the ear thing and I had to like, you know, so the whole time. And then I had to hope that when we went back home that it wouldn't do the same thing, which uh, it, it didn't. Thankfully, I got some of those ear compressed things, you know, and it kind of helped, but it was, oh, it was painful. Anyways, <laughs> it's kind of a strange tangent, but it's talking about vacations. You know, people are like, oh, do you vacation? I don't. As a voice actor, you don't really get to vacation a lot. And um, because you always kind of have to be on the ready, especially for the promo work. Now, I'm the voice of, you know, Fox Sunday nights. The Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, coming up next. And I, you're, you're like, James, you say this every episode. I know. But anyways, because of that, I cannot uh, really always go. I mean, well, I can take a little portable thing with me. And I can do that, which I do sometimes, but it's not always the most convenient. So anyways, I don't vacation a lot. So Christmas time, very long way around. Man, James, Christmas time, great time to just kind of hunker down, watch some movies, drink a little, you know hot cocoa and stuff. This is this is the time of year where I might have something kind of like that. Like we have some uh, some coconut milk eggnog I'm going to try. Ooh, that'll be good. Because uh, I don't normally drink that stuff. People always ask, well, why not? Well, because of voice actor, I take care of my throat. Things like that, they get you all kind of, you know, phlegmy. And so you don't want to be phlegmy. So I watch what I drink. But the holidays, now here's the other thing that happens. Because I'm an actor in the Screen Actors Guild and I get screeners, I get to uh, get screeners of movies and they come in. And so I get to, so like at the holidays, we sit and we watch the screeners, which is great because it's one of the benefits of being an actor in the union is that you get to see these things now because I have to vote on them. See, so I vote for the Screen Actors Guild Awards and stuff. But so they send me copies of movies that are still in theaters. So that's kind of fun, right? So that's kind of neat. So I get screeners. In fact, I got to see a screener a couple weeks ago of Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins just came out yesterday. Today's the 20th. It came out on the 19th, but I saw it like two weeks earlier, uh, Mary Poppins Returns. And I thought it was great. I thought it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, And uh, I thought Emily Blunt was great. And, uh, you know, I did a movie with Emily Blunt. My daughter and I did a movie with Emily Blunt and her husband, John Krasinski, called Animal Crackers that has still not come out. We recorded it years ago and it still has not come out. And if you want to know the story of Animal Crackers, uh, well, I I recorded an interview with Scott Sava, Scott Christian Sava, who's the creator of Animal Crackers. And I'm going to put it up on my YouTube channel soon. It's a very sad story because this movie is fantastic. And it is, uh, it's starring uh, myself and Tara Strong along with Check this out. Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, Danny DeVito, Ian McKellen, Gilbert Godfrey, Patrick Warburton, Raven Simone, Wallace Shawn. I mean, it's fantastic, right? I mean, this is a huge cast. Wonderful cast of people. Um, Harvey Firestein, uh, all sorts of fantastic voice actors. Sylvester Stallone. Look at that. I keep thinking of more. And it's a beautiful story about a circus. And it was it was done way before The Greatest Showman and everything. And it's got music and action and energy and fun. And uh, and it's, it needs to be seen. But it's, it's being basically held hostage by uh, a production company right now. As it has happened for the last uh, couple of years where various... See, Hollywood, you all kind of love Hollywood. And you love the stuff they put out. And, you know, look, I, I enjoy a lot of it. But I see the underbelly of Hollywood a lot, too, and some of the sad things that happen in Hollywood. And uh, Animal Crackers, this fantastic movie I did all these years ago. My daughter, it's my daughter's first movie. In fact, in the credits, it says, and introducing Lydia Rose Taylor as Mackenzie, which, you know, I mean, it's like she recorded this years ago and she's in a movie and she's in a movie, no less, with Emily Blunt and John Krasinski playing her parents. 
So she's in this fantastic movie that's beautiful and it's never seen the light of day. And um, it, it's very sad. But um, <laughs> I'm off on a tangent. But uh, anyways, I don't even know what got me on this tangent, but here you go. So that's uh, that's the story of Animal Crackers. Animal Crackers is a... Um, is a wonderful animated film about a, a circus and magical animal cracker cookies that turn whoever eats them into the animal that the cookie is. Isn't that great? Look to the cookie. Uh, it's fantastic. And I hope everybody gets to see it someday. I hope it comes out. But uh, until, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't know what's going to happen there, but uh, eventually the movie will come out someday and uh, my daughter will be, you know, 37 when it does. <laughs> anyways it was fun for her and i to record a movie together and and do that oh i was talking about mary poppins emily blunt yeah emily blunt's great and so uh she's uh in mary poppins i hope you've all seen it and enjoyed it and all that but yeah go to the movies you go to the movies at the holidays and you you hang out and you know you do all that and so the, the holiday season uh should be fun i hope it's a fun time for everybody and you start reflecting on the things of the year now i'm not a big resolutions guy i'm not i'm not a guy that's like oh i gotta make my new year's resolutions however i do like to say some special prayers and ask God to reveal to me what he wants of me for the coming year. And so, so this last year, uh, and we can talk about it more on the next episode, but because New Year's is coming up, uh, last year, I really, I made it a goal to write a movie. That was, so last year at this time, I, I said, I had my, uh, I had my JAT Studios, the video production facility that I had built. And I decided to close it down, which I talked about on one of the last podcasts, uh, because it was, you know, it was costing me um, just a little under $2,000 a month. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for anybody. Uh, well, not a lot of money for anybody. Uh, any, I think any voice actor it is, you know, because people kind of think, oh, we just make all this money. We do well. We do not do like movie star well or uh, even even character actor star well. I mean, some well, some of us do okay. But. So two grand uh, to drop every month on a facility that was making me no money, you see, uh, I decided to close it up. But so I closed up the uh, Jat Studios after, you know, and I did the Clone Wars conversations and I made a lot of other interview shows and I did some great stuff there. And I'm very proud of the work I did. And all of you that have seen it have loved it, except for that one guy that always gives me a thumbs down. Uh, Jerk. Anyways. But uh, I did all of that stuff and I was very happy with all the stuff I did. And it was all very successful in that everybody liked it, but it did not get me any farther down the line. And it kind of goes back to, uh, you know, Tiffany Garrison, I believe it was. Tiffany uh, asked that question about what do you do about all these things when you have all these ideas and stuff. And we talked about this in the last podcast. I read her email talking about that. Right. And um, so my studio was one of those things where you... You put it out there and you see how it goes. You give it a year, you give it a do. I gave it, I gave it a couple of years where I put these things together and did the YouTube channel for the last, you know, several years. And and I'm not giving up on the YouTube channel. Obviously, this podcast is playing on the YouTube channel, and there's videos that I put out. They, I, I'm still sitting on videos that I've shot that I've not finished producing, uh, like the uh, Jat Show, you know, with uh, Tom Wilson, and I did one with uh, Jim Cummings, and that one I did with Jim Cummings, I did last year, but I just put it out this year because I, you know, you get busy. And things come up and you have to pick and choose what it is that is going to take your attention, what's going to draw your attention. So I made a goal last year that by the end of this year, I would have a script written for this movie that I had kicking around in my head for 22 years, literally 22 years. And I decided I'm going to do it. So, you know, you can even see the video where I lock myself in a hotel room and 
and write the uh, the script out. And I wrote the script in three days. And then uh, over the course of the next couple of months, I rewrote it and rewrote it and just changed it and moved it around and did this and that and the other and uh, got it to a final draft that I was really pleased with. And we were going to go into production on the film. It's called Sons and Daughters. And it's uh, going to star Catherine Tabor. And then there was going to be another uh, person that was going to star in it. And we lost that actor to a TV show that they were going to do. So they, you know, they got called to do a show uh, out, of, out of state in actually in Vancouver. And so I no longer had the lead actor and the script was written for the lead actor. I wrote this very specifically for him. And so I had to change it around. And so I changed it around to where I could play the lead role. And I'm still considering that. Um, but it's very expensive to just make a movie, but I have all the equipment to make a movie. So I, uh, decided you know, that I would try to make the movie, but, uh, but you see the whole point actually was to write the script. So the one thing that I felt like God was telling me and that I really wanted to do, and I was putting up to God for the year of 2018 was to write a movie script. Uh, I've written tons of things. I've written books. I've written, you know, stuff. I've written uh, short form stuff and all that, but I'd never finished beginning to end a film script. And so I wanted to do that. So I set that as a goal and I did it. Then I kind of put it upon myself to, well, then I also am going to shoot the movie and I'm going to make the movie and finish it. And it was supposed to come out right now at Christmas time. But that wasn't necessarily in the original plan, you see. And so that's kind of the point here is that I actually did accomplish the one thing I wanted to accomplish. Now, this podcast is another one of those things that came up. For years, I'd been thinking about podcasting and different people were talking to me about podcasting. And so I thought, okay, it'd be fun to do. And now I'm finding I really enjoy it. Here's the biggest thing about all of it is how much all of you are enjoying it, how much all of you are looking forward to each week getting that, you know, little alert in their inbox or whatever, you know, that there's a new podcast out. For the day. I don't know if you listen on iTunes or on Android or on Google Play or on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's it's on all of Spotify. It's on all of those now. And uh, I'm so grateful for all of you listening. And it's uh, like I say, I look at my numbers and there's there's, there's uh, several thousand of you listening to the show, which is fantastic. I hope you're enjoying it. Please give it a good review on any of the places that you're at. If you're on iTunes, please give it a good review on iTunes. Please give it a thumbs up, five stars, all of that. Uh, and that will help in order to see, here's my goal kind of, I think so for this year. So I'm kind of all over the place here, but I'm telling you, I, I set a goal last year to write a film. I did it. Okay. Uh, I, I added extra goals on myself to make the movie and finish it and got out other plans. So my lead actor, I lose my lead actor. So then I had to kind of, you know, sit on the whole thing, put it on hold. Uh, and that's because I think I started biting off more than was given to me, uh, as the goal. So my goal this year, what is my goal for this year, uh, this coming year, 2019? Well, oh boy, do I really say, do I really get into all this? Do I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and just give you all, here's the thing. What, what would be my dream? What would be my dream goal for this year? What am I visualizing? What am I imaging? So again, see, are we all doing that? Are we, are we getting in the, into that zone? Are we, are we imaging? Let's first say, well, let's, let's all do this. Let's take a big, deep breath. While I'm talking to you, I want you to do several of those. Okay. The big deep breath in, the holding it, and then the blowing it out. So do a good four or five of those. Okay. Don't get dizzy or anything. Make sure you're sitting down. You're good. But while I'm talking to you now, I want you to breathe. Another thing I want you to do, I want you to be drinking water. Okay. It's important. I want you to be 
hearing all of this stuff because the whole point of the James Arnold Taylor podcast is not just to do a bunch of funny voices and to entertain you, which I hope to do. I hope I've been doing that. I hope you've enjoyed it right now, what I've been doing, and I hope it's funny. Here's the big thing, though, for you to get better at life and living and being a, a great person. So that is the main goal for this podcast. Every episode is for me to give you something that makes you feel like you've learned something, you've gotten something from, you know, your 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 big brother James or your uncle or your whatever. I've, I've people will say, uh, let Uncle James tell you a story. Oh, it's Charlton, the uh, <laughs> Mr. Announcer guy's older brother. So take a big deep breath, several deep breaths. Just listen, relax. Here's the one thing: you're listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast right now which means you're safe, you're good. You got your earbuds in or you're playing from the speaker or you're in the car, whatever you're doing. It's all good right now, man. It's all good, okay? It's, maybe it's been a crazy year. Maybe it's been a crazy holiday season, but you're listening right now and we're here. I believe in you. I believe in the dreams you have. That's why I'm doing this, to help you, okay? So we're gonna relax. We're gonna take it all in. And we're going to figure out what our dreams and goals are for this coming year, okay? So I want you to just think about you in your best state. I want you to, this is almost like a little meditation for you right now, okay? I want you to imagine you looking your best, feeling your best. Picture yourself, you know, close your eyes if you can, unless you're driving or something. Uh, And picture in your mind, in your mind's eye, you at your absolute best. Looking your best, feeling your best, acting your best, okay? That is a reality. I want you to know that vision of you can be a reality. Breathe it in every day. Believe it every day, even on those days where you don't want to do it and you don't believe it. (sighs) I'm all right. I'm a good person. I'm getting through this, this crazy thing called life. And if I take a few minutes each day to relax, to envision myself at my best, to envision me in the perfect me, then that's, that's good stuff, okay? So when you listen to the James Earl Taylor podcast, you do that at least. I know you're doing it at least once a week then, okay? You're doing it right now with me, okay? We're just getting into that zone where we realize it's all okay. I've handled problems that have happened to me in my life before and I'm on the other side of them now. I may be going through something right now, but right now I'm also sitting listening to this and the world is stopped around me and I this is my time. This is my time to listen, to breathe, to enjoy, to laugh, to smile, to, to laugh or cry, whatever you feel. That's why I'm here. That's why James Arnold Taylor is here, not just to do funny voices, but to make sure you get some time to envision the best you and to enjoy your life, okay? Because life can be beautiful. If you get a chance to look outside today, whether it's raining, snowing, sunny, or whatever, look at the beauty that is all around you. Look at a tree, look at the grass, look at the birds, something. Because it's amazing stuff if you look at it. I know that sounds corny and crazy, but it's true. Take some time, all right? Now envision you at your best. Okay, it's okay to take some time to envision you and to daydream about you at your absolute best, doing what you love. What do you love? That's the question. Do you know what it is you love to do? I love painting, for example. 
I paint uh, not as often as I'd like because right now in the home that we have, I really don't have a great space for painting. I used to have a painting studio there, the Jat Studios. I don't have it anymore. So for me, it's tough because I, I want to paint more. So I'm finding other ways of doing art. I'm designing art in the computer and then I'm, I'm doing some of it half in the computer and then half of it painted where I'll do a little mixture of both. Um, but I like making a big mess when I paint big canvases, throwing the paint around. So I love to do it. So I can't really do that right now. So I'm finding other ways. So my point is picture whatever it is that you want to do with the, the you at your best. And if it's just not possible right now, picture what is the closest thing possible. Okay. And then ready for this, try doing that at some point today or tomorrow or the next day or this week. Okay. Try doing it. Don't let the week go by without doing at least one little thing that you love to do. And when you do say, this could be my life. This could be now make sure your dreams are in check. They're, they're, you know, they're not crazy dreams. Like, you know, being the next Brad Pitt in Hollywood or something right now. I mean, you know, you can't just accomplish that in a week. You know, if you're a great actor, that will happen. Don't worry about it. If you're a great performer, you know, Take theater, get into acting classes, do all that stuff and pursue that. But if you're wanting to be the greatest voice actor, listen to my podcast, listen to uh, other uh, stuff about voiceover and learn as much as you can. If you're a writer, just write. If you're a musician, play. If you're a lover of these things, listen to them, okay? That's the other thing. Get some good music that you love. Listen to that music. Put it on. Have a playlist of songs that inspire you, okay? Why is that important? Because those bring up that emotional state and they bring you to that. You want to surround yourself with good people uh, and good things. If you sit at home all day, locked in a dark room playing video games all day, it's, you're, uh, it's not gonna, that's not you at your fullest potential. It really isn't. It just isn't. Video games are fine. There's a place and time for them. That's fine. But all day, every day, hooked in is not going to serve your purposes and dreams. Even if you're like, but my dream is to be a video game designer or a, a somebody, it's still not, that's, there's, there's reading to do about it. There's world, you know, okay, so here's the other thing. If you want to be a designer, you have to get outside and look at the world because you have to see how it works. One, one thing I can tell you as an artist, what I do is I, I look at shadow, I look at color, I look at texture, I look at um, uh, foregrounds and backgrounds and everything. And I, I, I take all of those things in so that when I paint, I can take that into consideration. So you have to get out and feel the world, the real world. You have to get off the devices and you have to, breathe in this life, drink good water, drink, uh, eat good food, try to be as healthy as you can, get some exercise. These are all important things, okay? You can do them. You can. I believe you can. At whatever state you're at, you can do this. And doing any and all of those things are going to help you get into the state of mind to achieve more with your goals. Here's another thing to do. Say to yourself, my brain is focused and balanced. My brain is focused and balanced. I can achieve the goals I set out before me. My brain is focused and balanced. I can achieve the goals I set out before me. Okay? You got to believe those things. Picture your mind balanced. And what I mean by that is all the neurotransmitters going to the right places, all the circuits firing in the right places and just balance in your life. 
You don't need to be all up in the frontal cortex. You don't need all in the back. You don't, just balanced, balanced throughout. Breathing, drinking water, hydrating your body, believing you are getting through to a new you for this new year. Okay, that's all I'm doing. Just trying to get you set into the right mindset of finding out your goals. All right. So now, what is it you love to do? Say it out loud right now. I'm going to give you a moment. What is it that you love to do? Okay. Picture yourself doing that. Is that something that benefits the world and you? Or is it just a financial thing? Or is it just a selfish thing that feeds your ego? If the answer is yes to those last two, throw that one out and get a new, a new goal. I know, I know it's hard sometimes, but make sure that the goals you have benefit the world, the world around you as well. Okay. And, and help you and others achieve your best. All right. I think we all pretty much have good ideas of goals and things, what we want. So I I believe that you can have great goals. How are you going to achieve them? Step, step one, right? Okay. How are you going to achieve those goals this year? What are you going to do? Write it out and then write pros and cons lists if you need to. Uh, this is the good stuff. This is the bad stuff of it. These are the things I'm going to be going up against. These are the things I'm going to be that, are, that will help me, that will make it easier. Why is it important to know both? Well, it's important to know the, pro, the pros, but it's important to know the cons so you know how to handle them and you know also to not get so frustrated when they hit because they will hit. You will get resistance. We've talked about this before on the show, resistance. Resistance is huge and you're going to hit resistance on whatever it is you want to do in your life. So knowing what the resistance is, knowing how it's going to come up against you and knowing then to say to yourself, that's all right, I can handle that. It's just that I'm not going to let the anger get the best of me. I'm not going to let the situation get the best of me. I can handle it. I expect, in fact, I expect it to happen. Not in a negative way, but in a, in a way that you, in a realistic way. I am going to come up against this resistance, okay? But I'm also going to do this, which is positive and which I love, okay? So then you let that take your focus. I hope this is making sense for you and I hope it's helping you all because I do believe there's so many of you out there that have so many wonderful dreams. I, I hear from you all in emails and stuff and I, I see it all and I know it's a struggle, it's a struggle for most people. Uh, sometimes it's a financial struggle. Sometimes it's a family struggle. Sometimes it's a disability struggle. Whatever it is, know this. The resistance in it can make you stronger if you embrace all sides, the good and the bad, and know that it's part of your journey and not get surprised when you hit resistance. But go, yep, I was expecting that. That's part of it. That's, that comes with the territory of this. But that's also what has made the greatest people uh, achieve the greatest things. And I am one of them and I'm going to do it. I will achieve great things this year. Say it with me, okay? I will achieve great things this year. Okay, I believe it. And I can't wait to get all the emails from all of you that have said, you know, James, I had this goal set and I've listened and I've been encouraged and I'm doing the things you're saying. I'm doing my deep breathing every morning. I'm concentrating, I'm meditating, I'm getting away by myself and I'm praying and I'm giving these things up in prayer. And you know, I wasn't even a person that believed in prayer or anything, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting it up in prayer. And now what does putting something up in prayer mean? It means you're, you're letting go of it. Why is it important, you know, for me personally to believe in God? Well, I do, because as I've said, 
you know, God is, uh, has shown himself to me. And I know you probably all want to know that. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll tell my full story on another podcast at some point. I may do that as a special one that comes out on its own because I also know some people aren't interested in hearing my God stories. I get it. Some of you just want this to be more about, you know, the pop culture and the fun stuff that I do. And that's great. Or they want to be encouraged, but they don't want God pushed on them. Well, look, I don't want to push God on anybody. I don't because nobody's going to listen to me if I push God on you. But I will tell you this. The only reason I'm here, the way I'm here, the why I'm here, how I'm here, any of that, all of that is all because of God, the grace of God and what he's done and given to me. And so I, I have to acknowledge that. So when I pray, I thank him for all that he's done for me. And I then say, here's what I want to do now. Will you help me? Is this, and I also ask, is this right? Is this something I should be doing? And you know what happens? You get a check in your conscience if it's not. You get a a feeling in your gut if it's not, okay? So you may go, you know, I want to act. And God goes, well, you'd be a great stage manager, but I don't know if you're a great actor. I want to sing. You'd be a fantastic recording engineer, but I don't know if you're the right singer for it or a producer or whatever. You know, there's there's all sorts of different things that that happen when we we put something out there, we put it up in prayer, we we let go of it, we give it away in that and hope that it comes back to us. And what happens is the better it comes back, you know? So I hope that makes sense. So whatever it is that you're struggling with, hoping to achieve this this year, breathe, drink some water, breathe, relax, take it in, and know you can get closer and closer to that goal and perhaps even achieve that goal this year. All right? Okay. So take it in. Know that you can See those, just if nothing else right now, what I'm hoping all of this helps you achieve is seeing what that goal is for this coming year for you. What it is you really want to do and where your passion is falling right now. That's the other thing to remember. Passions will change. Desires will change. I'm 49 years old. All I wanted to be when I was 29 years old was a voice actor. And when I was 39, was a voice actor. I'm 49. Those those goals are changing in me. That's not the only thing I want to do. Do I love the craft of voice acting? Yes, I, I love the craft of voice acting. Do I love the state of voice acting in Hollywood in the world right now? No, I don't at all. And I, I, I believe it's a mess. And uh, this podcast is a great thing for me that I really enjoy doing and I love helping all of you. And it means a lot more than just doing a voice in a video game or a cartoon that will go out there and maybe make people laugh for a few minutes and then be done. Uh, and dealing with all the politics of Hollywood. So I have new goals and that's okay. Your goals will change, but embrace the ones that are in front of you now and do your best to know everything you can about them. Know why you believe that you want to do that too. Know why. It's important to know why you want to do something. Why is that important, James? Well, because if you don't really know, you just kind of want it, it may not be really what's right for you. It may just be something that you just want, you know? Like, oh, that toy when we were kids, I just want it. And then you get it, and then a week later, it's collecting dust in a corner of your room because you got it. And then it was like, yeah, okay, whatever. So there's plenty of things that we think are dreams that we have to do, we want to do, and then we get to achieve them or 
we get close to it and then we realize, eh, that didn't fill the void. So you can't be, if you just have an empty void and you're searching for stuff and you don't know why or what, yeah, that's, that's tough. That is not going to fulfill you. You have to know what truly is going to fulfill you and why you want it. Why do you want it? Why did I want to be a voice actor? Because I loved how I felt doing the voices. I love seeing people's expressions and watching that. And I love telling stories and creating. I just, I love being in the story, okay? And being uh, uh, one of those characters and just being that. I love how it makes me feel when I'm doing uh, fun voices and things. And I knew it was something I was good at and that I was rare in that not everybody longed to do voiceover. Most people fell into doing voiceover. So I love the whole thing of talking on a microphone. There's something comforting for me about this position here, talking on a microphone. So why do you love to do what you do? It's like for me with painting. I love painting. When I paint, I relax. My brain shuts off a bit. And I just feel. Okay. Voice acting is a little different. When I do that, I'm kind of in it. I'm, you know, although I can kind of get into a zone to where it's like it's just happening around me. But painting for me is another thing that I just love because it makes me, you know, it's like most people have hobbies or they have sports that they love to do or what have you. And it's like that for me with painting and it's like that for me with running, jogging, which I'm finally getting back to after a, a almost a year mending a fractured foot. But that's what your dreams and goals should do for you. They should give you this peace. You should have peace with them. Not a fighting, oh, because I want to be the best and I'm showing everybody I'm the best and I'm going to be the best. And, you know, No, 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 no. Because I love it and I can't imagine living life without doing it. Ah, there you go. Okay? So that is what you should be going for. That's what you should be writing down. That's what you should be seeking out is the things that make you feel that way. Okay? And believe. Believe. Believe that you can. If you're a person of faith, give it to God. Ask Him to reveal to you how and what the game plan is. And believe that He will speak to you. He will show you. May not be in the ways that you expect. I've said this to many people many times. May not be in the ways you expect, but it will come to fruition in some way. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Even if it comes to fruition in him saying, this isn't for you. And then you go through a struggle and you get stronger and then you realize it gets you to another goal that makes you see, oh, it wasn't for me because I'm supposed to do this instead. If you constantly believe from a positive perspective that everything you're doing is pushing you towards the ultimate goal of you ultimately doing what you ultimately want to do and should be doing, then anything you try and do with the right heart and mind will prosper. Okay? All right. So go for those dreams and believe and know it's all a part of the process. You may not get to the end result this year this coming year but you're going to get a lot closer if you take all that in do that and regularly work on it and believe and breathe and drink water and eat right and exercise <laughs> okay sorry okay oh my goodness all right there's the uh the jat soapbox for this week uh but i i know that you know from all the emails i get from all of you that you enjoy that you enjoy the little pep talks you enjoy the times where i'm explaining these things to you and helping you out because i see so many people 
that are kind of feeling like they're a little lost. And I certainly was that. I know that when I was younger, I, I knew what I wanted. I knew how to kind of go after my dreams and stuff, but I didn't have anybody guiding me. So if I can be there to guide you, that's why I'm here. And I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you all send me uh, emails and stuff. And just, uh, you know, you don't always have to ask me questions. So many of you send me emails just to, just to tell me thanks and to talk to me. And that's great. That is great. I see them all. And I uh, so appreciate it. Let's get this podcast. So, so what is my goal? What is my goal for this year? My goal for this year with this podcast would be to get it heard by tens of thousands, if not more people. So it can get out there and it could be uh, a regular thing for me to where maybe it's not just once a week. Maybe it's a regular gig for me. It's a regular job. That would be fun. You know why that would be fun? Because I'm helping people. I would love it if Hollywood would recognize, you know, what I offer and what I have to offer, but they don't. You know, it's a funny story. I was a funny story, you know, because, you know, you all kind of go, well, well, James, you know, Hollywood, you kind of, you always seem kind of down on Hollywood. Here's why, you know. I have agents, you know, I have real agents. Franklin, of course, is my agent on this podcast here, but I have real agents. I've had many different agents through the years. You have, you know, ones for different categories of voiceover and such. And they're all in agencies that have other departments. So they have on-camera departments. So the actor, the on-camera actors or the theatrical or the commercial or any of that. And they have hosting agents. Well, if you know me to any degree and you follow me at all, you know that I host things. I hosted Star Wars Celebration. I've hosted Star Wars Weekends. I've hosted uh, other events for Final Fantasy and such. And and I have my own talk shows on my YouTube channel and all of that. And I'm I'm a I'm a pretty good host. I grew up watching Johnny Carson and David Letterman and you know all these great guys and and admiring all of them and watching how they do it and loving uh, it's because I also lo- I love people. I love talking to people. I love interacting with people. I love experiencing. Uh, other people's experiences. So I, and I'm pretty good at coming up with fun things to do and stuff. So I'm a good host. So I go to my agents and I say, you know, uh, I want to be a host. I want to host some TV and stuff. And here I have this pretty good following in the world of, you know, Comic-Con type people and stuff and pop culture, you know, being the voice of Spider-Man and The Flash and Green Arrow and all these comic book heroes, Ninja Turtles and you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, you know, all this stuff. And a lot of people like me and I've got a good following. And they go, yeah, but you're not a reality star. <laughs> let me, uh, let me, so uh, I'll tell the story as, as an agent. So, so I go to this agent. So I go to the agents at my agency that handle the hosting. And I sit down in the office and say, hey, how are you? Guy goes, hey, yeah, how's it going? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't sound like this at all, but this is the voice I'm going to come up with for the end. Yeah, James, no, that's great. You know, you, 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 I mean, boy, I looked at your stuff. That's very impressive. Oh, yeah, you, you're on stage with all these people, the Emperor and uh, Frank Oz, all these. Well, oh, my gosh, yeah, you've you've done a lot of stuff. And you, you, well, you, yeah, I like your, uh, your reel. My reel is the thing that, you know, shows like the hosting, like a demo. Uh, they called them reels back in the old days because they were actual reels of film and stuff. So we call them reels still in the business. Yeah, I like your reel, and uh, and it's good. And I go, that, that's great. So, you know, you want to represent me and stuff? No, no. What? No, 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 I can't represent you. <laughs> what, what do you mean? You said I was great. Oh, you are great. Yeah, you're great. You're fantastic. Boy, yeah, I can see all that, all the stuff you've done. It's really good. Okay, so why can't you represent me? Because you're not a reality star. 
no, I'm not. I'm 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 an actual voice acting star. <laughs> I'm a I'm a voice actor. This is what I do. Yeah, that's. I mean, uh, nobody knows who you are. You're right. But that's kind of the point of you being my, the agent, helping me then get to a point to where people could find out who I am by getting me some opportunities to be on some shows and do some things. Yeah, but you're not a you know you're not uh, you're not like you know a Kardashian or something. You're not somebody you know you're not uh, you're not one of these people that has become famous for being famous. No, I'm not. Yeah, those are the people I represent now. Those are the people that get all the hosting jobs. So if I was less talented, but was famous for being famous. I could have you as my agent and you could get me more work. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Huh. So, what do I do? I don't know, just, yeah, keep doing the voices. Boy, that's great. <laughs> so that's Hollywood for you. Now, that's, that's a real conversation that really happened more than once with several different agencies. Yep, you're not a reality star. Your real life isn't dramatic or uh, over overdoing it or anything. So we can't really sell that. Because I even, I had an idea. I had an idea for a reality show years ago. And, and the whole point of the show was going to be the fact that I actually am very happily married. And I have a wonderful daughter who isn't a, a diva and a spoiled brat. And we live a really normal life. Yet I have this wonderfully strange life where I get to go and be the voice of a, you know, or a rock or a animal or a superhero or whatever with all these celebrities and different people and other voice actors. And I'll, so I leave my, my nice little house with my normal life and my wife and my child where fun things happen there because we lead a very fun, um, really fun good life that shows people how you're supposed to live. You know, we are apple pie and uh, Chevrolet, all those things, right? My, my wife and my daughter and I, we are as cheesy as I seem. I don't cuss. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't, you know, I don't do any of these things. I go to church. I, you know, I'm just kind of a normal but I'm a normal guy too. I'm not like overly like, oh, you can't do that. Like I don't tell other people they can't. I I understand. Look, I watch movies that are R-rated. <gasps> you know, <laughs> I I lead a normal life. I, I I'm not against people drinking or smoking. Well, smoking is smoking is just plain up dangerous and terrible for you and awful. But you know, so I'm not like like that. I'm not a prude or anything. But I lead a, a really nice normal life. We teach our daughter as much as we can as how to be the best person she can be. We do all of this stuff. I thought that's kind of an interesting take on the reality show, and. Yet I still leave and go off and do this other strange, interesting job as a voice actor where I get to be the voice of all these crazy different things and be in the world of Star Wars and all these wonderful franchises. And that's interesting as well. And they all were like, yeah, yeah, no, James, I can't sell that. Nobody, nobody's interested in that. You're too normal. You're too good. You're a goody two-shoes. Nobody, nobody cares about goody two-shoes. Nobody wants to see that. They want drama. They want compelling. They want people fighting and throwing things at each other and, and bleeping every other word and, you know, and uh, taking their clothes off and all of that. That's what they want. You know, it's like, I was like, uh, so, <laughs> so I was going to propose a show where it's like a fake reality show where the agent then assigns me a fake wife and a fake kid that do terrible things. And I'm like, well, this isn't, you know, so anyways, uh, this is the state of Hollywood. This is why 
James Arnold Taylor's dreams of doing bigger things. So like, I love voice acting. I hope to always voice act, but I have plans to do other things that are bigger than just that. So I can help all of you, help the world, help the world be a better place. You know, I, I am somebody that has dealt with ADD, ADHD, a little OCD type stuff, panic, anxiety, depression, uh, health scares and, and things. You know, all of these things happen because of the health scare, the exposure to black toxic mold and all this stuff, right? I want to help people. I want to help people get better. I know what it's like to lay down in bed with your brain going a mile, uh, 100 miles a minute and to not be able to sleep or to not be able to concentrate or to try to just sit down and concentrate on a project and can't do it or feeling angry or aggressive or something if I don't get enough food, the right food or I get, you know, all those things. I know what that's like and I want to help people. And so my goal in life is to take my fame, my celebrity and help achieve that for other people. Kind of tell my story and how, because I've managed to get to the other side of things and I, I've found some keys that are very helpful for me and my life to make it work. And I want to share those things. And this is what Hollywood says. Yeah, no, nah, nobody's really interested. You're just a voice actor. For years now, I've tried and that's the resistance I get. So that's my resistance. So what do I do? Well, then I create my own YouTube channel and I put out my own content because, you know, StarWars.com and these people and whatever, um, Collider and all these places, nobody's interested in the show, Nerdist. I, I, I have all these great shows and none of them are interested in them, they, which is strange to me. It's, it, it boggles my mind. Here's, here's actual finished content that is good, that people like, that, it, you know, I, I have a small audience, but everybody except one guy gives it a thumbs up. Everybody loves it. And you guys, I go, here it is. Here's the show. Let's, let's do it. And they go, nah, no, no, not really, James. Thanks. Really frustrating. So, so I create my own content. Now I create this podcast and I, you know, this podcast is a place where I can also vent some of my frustrations, even though I'm a positive guy. Uh, these are the things that frustrate me. And why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you all this. So you all understand for one, I'm, I'm a real person. <laughs> I'm not just all happy go lucky all the time. Two. I face resistance just like you. Three, I'm finding ways around it by doing all of this. So I'm doing it to encourage you. Also, maybe some of you that are listening will go, well, that's ridiculous. And you start kind of going, yeah, we'll support. We'll support you. We'll give you the good reviews because if I get good reviews, then that's like the one way I can get more people listening to the show and stuff. Because I think that if people listen to this show, all of you are the proof in the pudding, as it were, which I think is a funny expression. How would Hank say that? There's the proof in the puddings, and uh, I like the I like I like eating pudding, so that's good. Thank you, Hank. Um, the proof is in the pudding. All of you that listen to the show love the show. You return every week to hear more. You grow and change and learn from the things, the advice I give you, and the things I say, and the stuff I suggest. So even though we're a small audience, we are a small group of people, and I'm a small person. Uh. Maybe, just maybe, by staying consistent at it, Hollywood or somebody else will see that this is working in people's lives, that you are all growing and becoming better people. I am growing and becoming a better person by all of us collaborating together, by listening to this show, by taking part in it, by you writing emails and talking to me, and I'm telling you how, you know, how I would go about your issues and stuff and trying to help. Maybe somebody will see it. Because the truth is, is I feel that I, look, I could have a show like Oprah or Ellen DeGeneres or any of them too. I really could. 
People go, oh, come on, James, that's a big claim. Yeah, but I could. You know why? I love people. I don't judge people. I want the best for people. And I want to encourage and entertain and make everybody happy. And, and I have no platform. So that's my frustration. I have no platform other than this here. But the thing that's really cool about it, see, here's where, again, I look at, that's my resistance. But what is the positive spin on it? The positive spin on it is all of you. I love you. I, I, I love that you all love what I'm doing. You interact with me and we're making it work. So if the rest of the world is not learning and growing from what James Arnold Taylor is espousing here, but you are, my job is done. It would be fantastic if it was the way I, you know, could make my living. Because here's the other thing. I don't want to charge any of you like the Patreon thing. I'm not doing a Patreon account. You know why? Because I don't want to charge you people to give you the help and the, and the love and the appreciation and the belief in you that you need. This should be free to you. So that's what I do. So I put it out here the best I can. And, you know, Hollywood, you know, Hollywood's got enough money. <laughs> and they don't have enough good stuff. You know, I grew up loving movies, but you know what? Hollywood is destroying movies. They really are. Every movie is a bad, like, you know, so, oh, we like sad endings now. We like things to be really real. It's very real. Based on a true story. You know, and then, and then what happened? You watch the whole thing and you go, gosh, that was depressing. I am so depressed now. I used to go to the movies. I would watch something and I'd be inspired. I would, I would, I would feel like, oh, I can, and th the reason why James Arnold Taylor is who he is today is because the movies and the TV shows and the music and the things that I watched and took in as a child were things that encouraged positivity, growth, and, and stimulation in the positive. But now you are all surrounded by video games and movies and TV shows that are just negative, 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 reality, reality, reality. Look at this reality. Look at these people. Want, 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 material, material, material things. Stay on this. Connect to that. Plug into that. Don't breathe. Don't eat. Don't live. Don't live life real. That's what we're all surrounded by. And it's killing us. I want to be a voice crying out in the wilderness saying, enough. And that's pretty much what I am. That's what I am. However, this year <laughs> is the year that James Arnold Taylor believes something bigger is going to come out of all of it. That we're all going to be able to rise above this. And you're all going to be able to go, I was listening to this guy when he was doing the podcast in his house with like nobody listening. And I was believing in it. And I was laughing and listening. And I love the voices and the things that he did. And then I took in all the information he gave me. And guess what? I'm a better person because of it. I knew this guy was going to make it. So that's the goal. So what's the goal? The goal is what? 100,000 subscribers? Sure, why not? Why not? I'm halfway there almost on my uh, YouTube channel and Twitter and stuff. But um, the goal is really that Hollywood would wake up and see that first off, voice actors are real actors. Their names on the top of a, a poster means something to all of the fans that, that watch, play, and interact and know their work. Uh, they do not need to be the biggest celebrities in the world making the biggest paychecks in the world, but they need to be recognized. It would be great if there was an Oscar, a Screen Actors Guild Award, a Grammy, or not a Grammy, uh, uh, a Golden Globe, an Emmy in recognition of voice acting. There is not. There is no recognition of voice acting because you know what Hollywood says? Yeah, voice acting, it's just these, I don't know, these, these weird people that, yeah, they do funny voices and stuff. And yeah, they're, all, they're a little quirky. Well, they're kind of, they do their thing. They also don't stop to think about really 
you know, they need us to do the commercials for all their movies <laughs> and be the announcers for all the things that they do. Isn't it funny? So they need us, but they don't want to acknowledge that they need us and they don't want to acknowledge that it's actually as important as it is or that it's really real performing. No, no, we're the real actors. We're the real Hollywood, you know, is what they say. I think they're wrong. Anyways, okay, I'm I'm pretty sassy today. I'm kind of going off on some things and this is heavy stuff. And, you know, maybe uh, I, I, I hope I don't offend anybody. I hope everybody realizes this is out of the goodness of my heart. This is, I'm giving you my frustrations also here at the end of the year so you can see that even James gets frustrated because <laughs> a lot of you say, oh, James, you know, you're so, you're so good natured and positive and, and happy. And I am, I really am. I really, this is, that is me. But, you know, it's just like, uh, I'm going back to the Bible. Sorry, but this is my point of reference for everything in my life. Uh, Jesus was in the temple and he saw, he went to the temple, right? And that's the place of God. That's where, you know, God would dwell. That was, that's the holy place. And there's these people selling tchotchkes and little things. And, you know, they've got like stands set up and they're selling, you know, like what would Jesus do? Fish and things, you know, basically they got, they're selling stuff. And they're making it a marketplace and they're, and they're making it just all, uh, they're Hollywood. They're, they're basically Hollywood. They're just going, look at this stuff we got. Yeah. Hey, hey buddy, come here. You want this? Hey, look at it. Want to buy a watch? You know, all that is going on in his, in his father's house. And he, he makes a whip. <laughs> he gets some leather and he, he braids a whip and he goes and he starts smacking that whip around, turning tables over going, you brood of vipers, you idiots. What are you doing? And it says, it says in the, it says in the Bible, be angry and do not sin. See, so I'm angry, but I'm trying not to sin. So I'm not angry at any of you. I'm not angry at any one person or anything. I'm angry at, at the stuff. I'm angry that this stuff overtakes our lives and that people get caught up in greed and envy and jealousy and, and, and money and, and want and power. And that's what Hollywood is. It's so much that now they just know everything. And then they, they take no responsibility for anything either. You guys can't have it both ways. Anyways, uh, Hollywood influences, they, they influence everything and they want to say they don't. They do. Um, I want to influence in the positive. I want to influence you in the positive as I do here. And so that's why I'm just passionate today. I'm just passionate about it. And I'm telling you the stories of the things that have, that I deal with on a daily, on a daily basis in my career and in my life and in my struggles to try and make this show the best I can for all of you to give you the best experience and to, uh, to continue doing what I'm doing because I see the fruit. I see the benefit. Like I can go do a cartoon. I can drive out to LA today and do a cartoon and eight months to a year later, it'll come out and people will watch it and they'll go, oh, that was fun. And now the, the benefit of that is, is that somebody may then discover me and my work uh, from watching that and they were entertained. And that's great if they were entertained for a small amount of time. Yet the difference is I make this podcast and I teach you how to live better and breathe and eat and laugh and love and, and realize that resistance is a good thing and it's part of our lives and to teach you a lesson in life that you hold on to for the rest of your life. That's got a greater impact than me being the voice of a frog in a cartoon. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it means more to me because it means more to all of you. It means more deeper into your lives, but it's great that that thing, the voiceover thing is what got us together. 
So I, I am in no way bashing what I do. I'm just saying I want to do more. And I wish I had the opportunities to do more. But the cool kids in school think, eh, I'm a nerd. And the nerds still do not run the earth in Hollywood. The cool jocks still run Hollywood. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, we should, you know, we should uh, shift gears here and get to that interview with Dave Filoni. It's the Filoni Files. And still, thanks to uh, one of you that gave me the name of the Filoni Files. I, I've been trying and trying to track down where I saw that. I don't know if it was on YouTube that you made that comment or you made it on Twitter or you wrote me an email. Hey, if you're the one that wrote me that and it was in an email, send me another one and tell me uh, that it was you that came up with the name of the Filoni Files because whoever came up with the Filoni Files, that's great. I want to give you credit. Okay, so, but if you didn't, don't do it, okay? Because I'll know. Tell me whatever else you said in that email. I'll remember it, okay? So res just resend the email to me. There you go. Okay, so... Uh, this is an interview I did with Dave Filoni five years ago. It's never been heard anywhere, anywhere. And I was talking to Dave the other day and I was telling him about it. And he was like, oh no, what is it? What's in it? I hope I'm not uh, sounding like a fool. I said, Dave, you're sounding wonderful. You're telling people about, you know, we, in this interview, my, my goal was to talk about anything but Star Wars. We still talked about Star Wars, but we, we go off and on it. And, and I hope you learn from uh, this interview and here because, uh, you know, Dave Filoni's... Um, somebody that's been in this business now for a very long time has learned a lot and is a tremendously talented artist and director and writer and uh, so here for you now part two of the Filoni Files my interview with Dave Filoni enjoy so you're this this artist and you want to make films and you want mm -hmm. to make shows and you want to tell stories you're, you've always been such a great storyteller we can be on a drive going somewhere and you will start telling me and Ashley stories that because you I have for <laughs> no. that's from my grandfather is that oh you know, my god Italian family both of them. right both so, of my yeah my well both grandfathers were you know they tell tall tales an Italian on both sides of the family no Italian no? on one side a okay. Scottish Croatian on the other oh yeah wow. yeah absolutely Italian so. on, on one side on mine and then uh Scottish and the Serbian oh it's very very similar yeah very similar Isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah well must be why we get along <laughs> Right. My 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 uh, you know my one grandfather Ed would always tell tall tales of being a submarine commander you know all types of things like that that as you get older you're like wait a minute how could you be a zeppelin pilot grandpa you know <laughs> but he was fantastic at telling stories and my other grandfather um uh you know Filoni he would uh just talk to everybody about really? everything yeah. and had tons of stories and embellished stories from his youth. And see, I think that's the thing is everybody's a storyteller. You yeah. know, everybody, we all love to hear stories. Your day when you recount it and how you do it is a story. So that's, that's a good point. But some of us are just not as good at it as others. And, I guess. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, don't know. I, I don't ever see myself as that. And as a comedian, it's like, okay, I may tell jokes that are kind of stories, but it's not the same thing as what you do. And do you find, has it been interesting over the last, you know, eight, 10 years here being in the spotlight? Because mm. I mean, hundreds of interviews you've had to do now, being <laughs> on camera, all of this stuff. And there's that fan base and you walk... Do you miss any of that kind of being able to just walk up to somebody and get into a conversation and tell a story? Um, no, it, it, I mean, it's similar, but it's not that different. I just don't, uh, 
I don't feel any different today than I did eight years ago. I don't feel any different than when, I mean, I I definitely know more. Um, I'm a much, 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 much better storyteller for having worked with George. There is just no doubt about it in my mind. I'm not the same filmmaker with or without him. So, I mean, he changed the way I view things and put a story together and, but my, you know, my, my wife has had a huge impact on that. She's a fantastic storyteller. And she, you know, she's a much more well-read storyteller than I am. I'm a very visual storyteller. And she is a, you know, she's one of these people that reads and reads and reads and reads, yeah. consumes everything and You're introduces both artists, me. Mm. And that works in this yeah. relationship. Yeah, She's that's... one day going to outpace me as far as being a storyteller. There's no doubt. And I look forward to that day because I have no problem. I'll just stay at home and... Make my steampunk <laughs> artifacts that I like to do. Okay, and yes, okay. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get to the the George story. That's how we'll, we'll end things. But it is the art uh, and the stuff that you do at home and and those those things. Is it relaxing to you still? Do you oh, still yeah. find that that is something where you go, okay, I need to go create something. I yeah, I do. I I mean, it's funny, and I catch flack for it sometimes from people that don't understand. But I do work a lot. And then I come home and I want to make more things. Like I make yeah. these, I make these robot owls that are very steampunk looking. Yeah, I've they're seen. They're all kitbashed out of old antique parts and pots and and little kitbashed toys. I resolder together into making these things. And I made a crow. Um, Do you see it in your head and, beforehand? Yeah, and I kind of make it up as I go, and I keep a little notebook where I design it as I go, and it's just a way to flex your mind to think about how to get these moving parts to all work. And yeah. for a couple of things, I was hitting up the R2 builders on how to fix one of them because the circuit board had melted down and I was like, I need some help. You know, so <laughs> it's it's funny how it all crosses over, but I enjoy making things. And I do feel that if I'm not making something, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Really? That's what I do. I mean, every day you don't. It, oh, my gosh, I mean, what a, I don't want to say a waste of time, but because there is some value in relaxing, but yeah. I relax when I'm making these things it's, for the most part, for the most part. It should bring us joy. Now, so then Italian, do you enjoy <laughs> making in the in the kitchen as well? No, no? I, my wife probably wishes I did, but <laughs> see again, she dominates that field. There's no okay. point in me trying. trying to get good at it because she's vastly superior in that realm. So, uh, you know, favorite I don't meal then what's what's favorite what's, meal yeah, favorite meal oh, i don't know hard to say i mean she made chili last night so good i yeah. i can eat that <laughs> any day i mean really anything that chili's like cereal it's like a meal all in itself that you could sit down a and meal, eat yeah. yeah and the the from scratch like she makes oh, it is always so good but man. um i wish we had some now yeah I, well it's you know we could sit and I'm have sure chili and talk food here there's no, <laughs> no. doubt Okay, that is part two of the Dave Filoni Files. My interview with Dave Filoni from many years ago that's never been heard anywhere except for right here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Uh, I'm going to break it into two more segments. I found uh, going through uh, two more little eight, nine minute, ten minute segments that will come up over the course of the next couple of podcasts. So that's part two. There'll be part three and then part four of the Dave Filoni Files. Good stuff. I hope you're enjoying it. Hey, oh, Jerry just cued the music for Ask Jat. You know what that means. It's time to take your emails, and we need Bob to come in. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Bob, 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 Bob. Yes, uh, yes. Hello, James. Yes. You know what I noticed, Bob? 
We know, no, 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 what, what, what's that? I was listening to the first episode that you uh, were on. Mm-hmm, yeah, oh, very good, yes. And you sounded different. Oh, oh, yes, I did. Yeah, you did. You were, uh, I was doing uh, your voice a little differently, I think. Well, okay, well, now I'm, uh, I think we've, uh, we found the, uh, the way it should go. I, that's just it, yeah. I kind of liked what I was doing originally, but you're now, you're kind of a little more piglety and everything, and, uh, you know, and you're, you're just kind of funny. You just go, ooh, you're kind of like, is that how I, I go, ooh? <laughs> no, I was me doing an impression of you, which is, you know, funny, but anyway, you know what I mean. Oh, oh no, indubbly-doo, yes, absolutely. And see, and it's that kind of stuff. You're doing the indubbly-doos and all of that, and you didn't do all that before in the first episode. So now people will go back and listen to that one um, and hear that Bob changed a little. That happens with characters sometimes. I'll do a voice, and it'll change. Uh, it will change uh, a little uh, through the years and stuff. Even Obi-Wan Kenobi changed a little through the years. But, uh, yeah, so you, Bob, you've changed through the episodes. Anyways, uh, let's get to uh, some uh, questions. What do you got for me? Oh, uh, very, uh, very good, James. Yes, um, this one is from uh, Brandon Pop. Brandon Pop. I like that name, Brandon Pop. Oh, it's P O P P. Pop. Brandon Pop. It sounds like you know, uh, Brandon Pop. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, thanks, Mister Announcer Guy. No problem, James. Uh, yes, uh, he's from the United States of America, and he says, Hello, James. I've recently listened to your podcast, and I've been enjoying it a lot. I've been a fan of your work since I first heard your voices, Tetis in Final Fantasy X, and everything else that you've done since. My friend and I have been doing our own podcast for the majority of 2018 called Going Off Topic. That's a gr- I like that. Going Off Topic. That sounds like my life. <laughs> that's, that's what I do every week on this, is I start one place and I go off topic. So I, I, I'm going to have to check out that podcast. Okay, great. Uh, yes, yes. Where we have a guest on each show, and all three of us discuss pop culture and slice of life topics. I'm very much involved in the process of the whole project. I am the producer, the co-host, the recordist, and post mixer slash editor. Oh yeah, that's I do the same thing. I I know that well. Well, I've been very passionate about this project the whole way through, and I'm just happy to get to record and edit this every other week and upload episodes. I usually spend one to three days editing and mixing the session. Each episode is one and a half to two hours long. I pretty much start editing mixing as soon as I get out of my full-time eight-hour shift job to edit, and sometimes I don't have 100% energy all the time when I edit and mix. So my question is, what do you do to motivate yourself when you edit each episode, even when your energy isn't 100%? Uh, lastly, he says, I'm glad to hear uh, that you're also a brother in Christ as well, and that's super awesome. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day, Brandon Pop. P.S. Oh, oh, I like this. Tell Bob that he's doing a bang-up job with the emails. Oh, well, thank you, Brandon. Well, that's, ni- that's nice. See, I like people are giving you a call out now already, Bob. That's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, look, I understand this completely. Everybody, you get what he's saying. Brandon has his own podcast, and many of you have podcasts and shows that you do and things you put out on YouTube. Hang on, I'm going to drink some water. <laughs> See, I'm drinking the water to remind you to drink water. And um, we we do these things as side jobs. Look, even this podcast right here that I'm doing is a side job. I don't get paid for this. I don't make any money from this at all. And uh, I do it for the love of it, uh, for all of you to encourage you as I've gone on for all this time at the beginning of the show. So I get it. Sometimes the energy is just not there, even though it's the thing you love and it's what you really want to do. You're tired and you go, you know what, man, I'd like to just go and relax and watch, watch a TV show or something. So I get it. So Brandon, what do I do? Um, I pray, I pray uh, about it all. I give it up. 
I give it up. Cast your burdens on me, says the Lord. I take this and I go, God, this is the thing that I, I really want to do. And I, I want to believe that this is going to turn into something better. But I also, I just really enjoy it. So will you take this and give me some energy to get through and get it done? But why do I do the main, the main shift, the main thrust rather of it is all of you, Brandon. It's I envision there's plenty of times where I go, gosh, I got to edit the podcast because what I do is I record. I do the same thing. I record it. And then I usually sometimes I'll edit it right away. I'll just if I know I have the day, you know, I'll just get right to it, start editing. Other times um, I sit on it for a bit. And I don't do, you know, I mean, again, when I do the voices and I go back and forth, I don't edit anything there. When you hear me do a voice, if I'm talking to Bob, hey, Bob. Oh, yes, James. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. That's just me doing that, switching back and forth. Okay. So I don't edit that, but I put music in and I put all the stuff, the sound effects and the things. And, you know, so like each voice, like the announcer guy, he's got all that echo on his voice and Charlton's got a sound and the opening of the door, the close and the music and everything like that. All of that. Uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry, the music man. All of that. The announcer guy. Every time I do any of these things, I have to put them, I put the effects on them and you know, all of that stuff. I don't do those live. I could, but I don't because of the setup I have in my, so I get it. So how do I do it? Why do I, or how do I get the energy? I think about all of you listening to this podcast. I go and I read some of these letters and emails. I look at the comments on YouTube and I see, uh, comments on Twitter and such and on social media where you're all saying how much you enjoy it. And I go, ah, I doing it for them. So that is really what gives me a lot of energy is my audience um, gives me the energy to uh, pull through. And that's what I use to motivate myself. But I also, like I say, I pray about it. So I hope that helps you, Brandon. And I'm going to check out your podcast and I hope that that helps you. I'm going to listen to your uh, podcast going off topic. Uh, Everybody should check out uh, Brandon Pop and his friends podcast called Going Off Topic. I've not listened to it yet. So I'm endorsing something I've not listened to. Oh, (laughs) I'm trusting you, Brandon. No, I'm sure it's a great podcast. So check that out, everybody. And uh, Brandon, I hope that answers your question well. Oh, indubitably do. I think it did. Yes. And uh, very good. Okay. So let's see. Our next one is from Christian Freites. And uh, Christian says, my name is Christian Freites uh, and I, and gave the pronunciation, which I appreciate that he did. Yeah, that's great. See, if, if you have a name that is hard to pronounce or people say it wrong or whatever, you can always do it. I've noticed that some of you have been doing that lately, which is great. Uh, so thank you, Christian, for saying that. Uh, go ahead, Bob. Well, okay, very good. I am an aspiring voice actor with autism. I have been supporting your podcast since day one, and I was wondering if Fred Flintstone could interview Wuldor Sockbat. I expect plenty of wheeze and yabba dabba doos. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Christian. So, okay. So Fred Flintstone, you know, many of you know that I'm the voice of Fred Flintstone or have been for many years. Uh, I'm not so much now. I haven't been asked to do it uh, lately, but uh, there's different actors that, you know, there's no loyalty uh, in voiceover for casting, casting people. They cast different people. I have a whole other story about that this last week where a character that I've played for years and years in everything. And I got an audition from my agents for a, uh, doing the voice of uh, this one character. I can't say what it is because, you know, but anyways. So, yeah, so I've been the voice of Fred Flintstone uh, from time to time. I lose it to somebody else and all of that because, again, they don't just... Anyway, so so I was the voice of Fred Flintstone. And uh, then I was the voice of this character, Waldor Sockbat, on a show called Drawn Together, which I do not recommend people go looking up. I've 
I'm sorry. For all of you that are fans of Drawn Together, I thank you. I appreciate that. That's wonderful. It's an extremely adult, crude, rude show. It makes South Park look like Mr. Rogers. Uh, it really does. And I did that uh, for a few seasons on Comedy Central years ago. And I did it because I've mentioned this before. Um, I got hired before I knew what the content was. <laughs> And I also, uh, the people that made it are good friends of mine and I believed in what they were doing and that the message that they were doing, even though it was very crude and a lot of cursing and cussing and really a lot of inappropriate things, their message kind of was saying, isn't Hollywood kind of a mess and isn't this all ridiculous? And I appreciated that. And so, <laughs> but I, again, that's not my uh, endorsement for you all to go watch uh the show because it's it's no kids can watch this show okay parents uh yeah it was a parental guidance uh no i mean just no to kids no no child should watch i will never let my daughter watch this show anyways um so uh christian wants me to have fred flintstone interview Waldorf Sockbat. you know i i i will have fred on at some point um and i love Waldorf. he's a sweet character but uh I don't know. I'm going to think about that one, Christian. <laughs> but, uh, Fred Flintstone, a yeah, but da do. Uh, hey, uh, Waldor, how you doing? I'm doing good, Fred. How are you? Wee! That's okay. So I'll give you a little of that. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to go much farther than that. With You know, it's hard because I did some of my best voice work on that show. I, every episode, I would do anywhere from three to seven voices on the show. I was the announcer on the show. I was Waldor. I was the genie. I was I was so many different characters on that show uh, in each episode. And vocally, the characters and the things I did on that, I'm so proud of that work. But at the same time, it is so adult. It is so crude and rude that I cannot recommend people going and watching it. And of course, I know what's going to happen now. I'm talking about it and you're all now going to go and watch it. No. <laughs> Anyways, there you go. Uh, thank you, Christian. What else we got, Bob? Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, very good. Um, this one is from uh, Ben Povey from the UK. Ben Povey from the UK. Ah, the U United Kingdom. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, hello, my name is Ben Povey, and I'm a huge fan of your work, and it is my dream to become a voice actor. I find this difficult, however, because I have cerebral palsy and bad dyslexia. So, as you can imagine, learning scripts would be a challenge, and as you know, you have to read the script and do the voice acting at the same time. Is there any way of getting around this? I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life before I found your channel, so you inspired me to want to become a voice actor. My girlfriend and I also have a YouTube channel where we inspire other people and talk about our disabilities. If you want to check it out, just type in Ben Povey, P-O-V-E-Y, N-B-T-V. So it's, it's Ben Povey, N-B-T-V? Yes. To find it, and don't worry, it's all family friendly. It would mean so much to me if I heard back from you. God bless you and your family. Best wishes, Ben Povey. All right, Ben. You know, Ben, I have uh, actually subscribed. I've subscribed to your YouTube channel, and I've checked it out, and that's great, and I think it's wonderful, and I, I'm so touched that you uh, have been inspired by me and what I do. I really am. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, you know, this Ben is Ben. Ben is the embodiment of what I was talking about earlier. Everybody, resistance. Ben's own body resists him with a cerebral palsy, and he has uh, bad dyslexia, meaning, of course, that you know he's the words come in backwards, like he reads front to back, back back to front, and so um, 
that's hard to cold read, as we call it in voice acting, where you just pick up something and you just read it. You know, he would need time with it to kind of get through the script. Now, I do think that um, if you were the right person for a job, Ben, and you got an audition and you did it, um, they would certainly take your uh, dyslexia into uh, consideration, I think. And they would uh, give you the script in advance is more than likely how that would work. So you could read through it and kind of uh, see it and get to know it and um, and all that. But, you know, God bless you, my friend. I think that it's wonderful what you're doing. I love that you have this YouTube channel to inspire other people, you and your girlfriend there. Uh, and I hope everybody listening will check it out. Ben Povey, P-O-V-E-Y-N-B-T-V uh, is the uh, thing there on YouTube. So look it up. And check out and subscribe to Ben's channel. Check out his videos. He's trying to help people and encourage people like uh, the uh, Jat Man here. And so I encourage all of you to encourage him. But uh, as far as uh, yeah, your question goes, I really do think that um, you know it's it's going to make it more difficult. But you already seem to know again how to deal with resistance and challenges, Ben. And I think that's wonderful. So if it's something that you really love and are passionate about. You're going to get jobs and the ability to do that and people will work with you. I really, I really believe that and I hope that and I pray that for you as well. And I thank you for what you're doing. Okay. I, God bless you, Ben. And I hope everybody uh, checks out your channel. What do we got, Bob? I was going to call you Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, Bob. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one's from uh, Gabriel Pagan. Gabriel Pagan. And it's from, uh, from Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Love your show. I've been a big fan since I saw your talk at Disney Star Wars Weekends. Oh, my, my stage show, uh, Obi-Wan and Beyond, they called it there. Yeah, oh, yes. It says, it made me cry. Oh. I admire how genuine you are. Your episode about the fires was very touching. We had to deal with Hurricane Maria last year, so I know what it's like to suffer devastation. That's right. Well, being in Puerto Rico, that was, uh, uh, yeah, and we uh, absolutely support all of you there. Uh, I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. Yes, so it says, I was without water for two months and without electricity for six. Oh, my word. That is amazing. Oh, my gosh. God bless you. Still struggling with a few things, but grateful we are in much better shape than so many. Look at that. See? Positivity. Ringing true. That's awesome. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, yeah, thank you. Anyway, my question is, how mindful are you about your diet in relation to your job? I imagine a lot of coffee might make you jittery and affect your voice. Are there any foods you limit or you prioritize in order to give your voice maximum performance? Thanks and hope you keep doing the show for a long time. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And yes, actually, you know, um, I, I am, you know, I've talked about this a little before uh, on things. My diet is somewhat, I guess people would think it's restricted. I, I think it's very freeing. Um, I really only eat certain things. I don't eat a lot. I, you know, I grew up living on junk food. I grew up on, you know, macaroni and cheese and Captain Crunch. And um, after I got sick from a black toxic mold, I went on a very cleansing diet. I had to, to get my voice back because I lost my voice. And so I am very mindful of what I eat. And my meals consist of, and there was an episode a few weeks ago where I talked about my, my, my perfect meal. Um, Reginald, don't call me Reggie, asked me that. And I, I gave you guys a description of what a perfect meal for me is, you know, like uh, steamed vegetables and brown rice and a, a protein. And that's uh, very much that. But I also have to watch, for example, uh, I have jobs later today and I, I have to watch that I don't eat too soon. 
before a job. Now, why is that important to not eat a big meal before I do a job? Well, here's what happens. When you eat and you eat a big meal, all the blood and everything rushes there to help digestion start, right? And I find I lose some of my vocal range if I'm full like that. So I generally will not eat a big meal before I do some voice work. I also will very much so limit the types of things that I eat. I mentioned this earlier, you know, um, I don't do dairy or anything, but I, I do do, <laughs> it's a doo-doo. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brian. Um, I do eat, uh, vegan dairy stuff as we call it. Very, <laughs> you say with the V instead of the D. All right. Uh, so I do like nut cheeses and things like that, you know, like a cashew cheese or what have you, but, um, or coconut milk with cereal. I'm a big cereal fan. I love cereal. Um, but I will not eat those before a session. I will eat those at the end of the day or on the weekend. Um, I will have a cup of decaffeinated coffee once a week at the most. Uh, I will do Ticino, which I've talked about on my um, on my jet drives and stuff, or teas. But I usually uh, save those things for the weekends and stuff. Uh, and I, I do watch. I do watch it because uh, for me personally, it will affect my voice if I if I don't. So I want to always make sure. I mean, you can hear right now I'm a little scratchy. And it's from doing the podcast. We're talking for 90 minutes. But so you drink a lot of water and you uh, do what you can to take care of your voice and make sure it sounds good. And I watch what I eat. I really do. Um, I don't eat... Uh, processed foods. I don't eat gluten. I, uh, I, I don't drink alcohol. I, you know, I really try to watch my voice and my body and, uh, just put good stuff in. So thank you so much for that question, Gabriel. It looks like Bob, that may be all the time we have. I want to say thank you to everybody and, uh, let you know how to do, oh, you know what? Let's get, um, let's get, uh, who should we get in to talk about, uh, how to send an email to the James Arnold Taylor Jack cast. Oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James, I've got you. If you would like to send a question to James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the podcast, simply go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com, click on the link to Jet Show, and then go and fill out the information in the email request form. Make sure you choose the topic, The Jetcast Podcast, then type your message and the country that you come from. If there's any special pronunciation on your name, please let us know. Oh, I like that you added that. I'm looking out for you, James. And the peeps. Always looking out for the peeps. Okay. Thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy. You got it. I'm going to go now. Wow, that was really big. Hey, we've had a good time, haven't we? I think we've had a good time on the uh, James Arnold Taylor podcast today, haven't you? Uh, you know, and it's uh, day after Christmas. I hope it's been kind of nice. You know, I mean, on this one, I got kind of serious. I do some more things like that. Every once in a while, I'm going to do that, though, on this show. I'm going to do a little pep talk for you and to share some things and try to get you fired up. So I hope here we are coming to the end of the year. This is the last podcast of the year. My goodness. Think of all the times we've had. And think next year at this time, how many episodes will be out already on the James Arnold Taylor podcast? Wouldn't that be great? Next year at this time, let's envision that there's thousands upon thousands of more people along with you and me listening to this podcast, celebrating this podcast, learning and growing and becoming better people because of it all, and just having a great time. All right. Uh, oh, gosh, I, I, he left, but then he's got to come back in. Mr. Announcer Guy. I got gotcha, you, James. 
Talking to Myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast, copyright 2018, all rights reserved. That's the last time you'll say that this year. It's kind of sad, isn't it? Yes, I'm shedding tears of joy. Oh, thanks for a great year, Mr. Announcer Guy. You too, James. See you next year. <laughs> Not if I see you first. I'll see you again. You did that. I still don't get. I still don't get it. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you next next week, next year. <laughs> next year. It's a, yeah, I'm the guy that does that bad joke. Okay. See ya. Bye bye.